Welcome back to the CEO Mastery Show, brought to you by the Ultimate Sales Machine. I have Troy Aberly with me today, our Executive Strategy Officer, and we're going to cover on page 278 the quote, in each of my weekly sales meetings, I make every salesperson repeat after me as I give them various affirmations. One of my favorites for salespeople is, I love to cold call in the morning which is something that very few people love to do, but I happen to have with me somebody that there is just something, I feel as if there's something strangely odd about you. Wrong How much, with me. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna right. say that, but it's then right I didn't wanna say it. <laughs> Here is your daily dose of the Ultimate Sales Machine coming to you from the new edition. Visit ultimatesalesmachine.com to get your copy or multiple copies. I am your host, Amanda Holmes, CEO of Chet Holmes International. What you're about to learn has assisted a quarter of a million businesses to generate billions of dollars, working faster, better, smarter. Yes, so can you explain to me, so uh, my father talks about affirmations that he says, so you just love cold calling. Well, I give it a different attitude. Most people look at it as they're scared of it because they're most of it's fear because they don't want to be rejected. Yeah. Right? But instead of looking at that way, you need to realize that if you truly do understand your customer and, and what their needs are, their kitchen table needs as I call it, they've already gone through a whole evening of turmoil, of not having enough money, having not feeling good mentally, physically, um, you know, just things haven't gone right because they've already brought some a lot of stress from the day before. I know in the morning when they wake up that I have the opportunity to give them the gift that they really could actually serve them. So rather than look at it as that I'm trying to push something, yeah. I'm actually calling them to tell them that I have an answer that's gonna make sure that their evening doesn't go that same way again. Fascinating, okay. So the mental shift that you're there to serve them rather than I'm there to annoy them. No wonder you then annoy them. Yeah. And we just recently, so we're a product of the product. We're deploying a Dream 100 right now. And so you, this is really fresh for you, right? Yeah, because I just cold call 83 people, okay. right? That I have no idea who, who, well, I didn't know who they were. I never, never met them. But I, I research them to understand that I know what their pain points are so that I know that when I'm calling them that I can immediately talk to them and give them answers that are already bothering them, keeping them up at night. Give them a little bit of education, but most importantly, just build some rapport and get to know them and say, hey, you know what, I, I know how you feel. Amazing. Yeah. And, and you did this brilliantly because we've seen a 30% conversion of, okay, yes, I would like to talk further, which is magnificent. And it was kind of this combo of a brilliant uh, cold call technique, a couple more mediums, some education-based marketing. But can we dissect just a little bit more? Can you give any gems for people that are cold calling? What would you say to do? Um, Actually, I'm curious. So my father always acted like, you know, I'm so important. You know, if you don't t put me through to your boss, I'm obvi you're obviously the, the dumb one. It was kind of like the air. I have a feeling that you don't take that approach. Because I'm listening to the client. So what Chet did, your dad did, was, was totally brilliant because a lot of people that are busy won't give you the time of day. He was positioning that in a way that you don't get to talk that way about about your outcome, you need to give it more attention and, and here I am to do this and here's your shot, right? And so that's how he did it and I remember it very well. However, there is that piece of it or, and then he's doing that because usually CEOs are quicker, most people are feeling yeah. that. But today more than ever with the mo amount of stress that's going on, I think there's way more to it now. 
yes, there's that piece, but there's also that getting back to building rapport. And if you don't know your audience or you don't know, and they don't know you, vice versa, you're going to have to build some rapport. And I re resemble it to dating. You're not going to walk up to the bar and say to that other person, dang it, you get in that you get into bed with me right now because this is how it's going to go. You, Yes, it might be the need <laughs> for yeah. sure, but you're going to want to build up some rapport and say, you know, how are you doing? Like, I understand you're going through a lot right now in the economy, interest rates, inflation, staff are changing, you know, we can't get inventory. There's all these things. And you know what? It turns out that most entrepreneurs are actually facing divorce this year and they're also, their kids are stressed out and depressed because they haven't seen mom or dad four hours a week max that they spend. I mean, these are statistics that are really keeping people up at night. So building that confidence that you're here as someone genuine to say, I care. This also disarms the people that, um, if you feel that the people you're talking to, you're afraid that they're too important or too busy to take your call. One in every two um, couples in the United States yeah. are getting divorced, right? We have a 50% divorce rate. So if you think the person that's on the other side of this could have had a horrible night with their spouse or woke up with an argument, uh, then look at them as human. I love that. Um, I also love, and I want to bring it up because it's such a good story. So uh, you had one person that actually yelled at you and was, was, was mean. In comparison yeah. to all, out of 83 calls, there was one that was just ruthless. I had, everybody was really good. If I got yeah. a hold of them, I did not have one single person. Because you did one. your research, yeah. which is good for a Dream 100. If you're making just a few, you want to do your research, especially with the amount of information online today, right? You can yeah. go on social media and they just have so much more than we had 15 years ago. But can you share your response? Because I thought it was so funny and it was something that my father did too. Uh, yeah, so what really, because I had, I came from such a great intent, I actually wanted to be a customer of these people too. Right. And I, I showed interest in their product first. So there is a piece just to add on to the last part. I wanted them to know that I was actually excited about their product and what it could do for other people. Not only would I like to acquire it, <clears throat> but I would also like to help market it. Yeah. Because I saw the value. Yeah, so the one person, for sure, I was polite, professional and said, you know what, I would just like to see if we could schedule a few minutes, uh, you know, undivided attention, because these shows are busy, I'd like to do that. His assistant had reached back out to me and said, great, love it. He got back to me and said, I don't like your approach, it's old school tactics, you're being too, uh, too pitchy. And I'm like, wow. Like, so there's a perception. So bizarre, one person <laughs> yeah. out of 83 that had that response, because we did do a, a wonderful job at being educational. So it's interesting that he said it was old school. Right, and Reed even said, you know, if you talk to us that we were going to give you an opportunity to look at one of our case studies on how to screw up your trade show. Yeah. Right? Like actually yeah. helping people out ahead of time. Right. So then when we went up to the booth, I purposely went still to us. I apologized and said, you could look at this in two totally different ways. One is, yeah, for sure. Could be pitchy, I guess. Or you could look at it as this person really wants to be nice and professional, has interest. Showed up to his booth. And he, when he looked at my name tag, he was shocked and, and definitely, you know. It's a real person. Stressful. It's not just somebody calling me on a and phone I said that I can him, rip into. And I yeah. said to him, I'm the guy that you thought had a terrible approach. <laughs> and he looked at me and you could tell very just <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I but love that. Look at the perception then. It, make sure you're feeling that out because if that is happening lots, make sure you're more clear about the intention and saying to the person, 
I get it. Yeah. I could be that person, but I'm not. So I loved this because, so one of my father's best friends, who was almost like a godfather to me, uh, he met him through a cold call. And the guy denied my dad and just said, uh, you know, I don't need that, and hung up on him. My father called him back and said, nobody hangs up. I mean, nobody, you know, shuts me down and, and then just started pitching like, this is why uh, nobody does that. And then they became like best buds and my father ended up getting the appointment. He worked with him and got him sales and all of this. But after I talked to you when it happened, you were like, oh, I'm calling that, back, that guy back up. I'm going to see him at the booth. I'm going to show him that I'm yeah. truly here for value. So that's the kind of person that you want in your organization. If they are cold calling, that they get more competitive and they love the challenge even more when they get that denial. Although I do think we're also in a place now where depending on what your engagement is when you start to work with them, we decided that that kind of attitude was something that we're, we're in a beautiful place where we don't have to work with people that we don't enjoy. So that person did get removed from our dream client list because we choose to have fun with who we work with, right? And we're selective that, about that. That's the thing, it, you know, you just said it dead on. Because if you are following your dream 100, like we always say, if you have a goal, pick the people first that are gonna get you to the goal fastest. Don't just pick the wide demographic as everywhere we go, that's what people are trying to do is just grab anyone's attention. Yep. Be laser focused on that person. If they don't meet your requirements and your emotional piece and, and your frequency and your culture of your company, X, gone. They might come around later, but don't worry that you don't have them. There's plenty enough other customers out there. But your job on a cold call is to show them that you want to build rapport, you want to build a, uh, an engagement. Leave the pitch part out. You're not a, a rapid fire cold caller selling a, you know, a, an infomercial product. You're there to build a relationship. Wonderful, and that is another episode of the CEO Mastery Show. So here's the deal. I am so grateful to Chad Holmes for all that I've learned, but it's actually Amanda Holmes that taught me the exact strategies that I needed to create 42 million in seven months. I was so reignited. I asked Amanda, is there any way I could come and work alongside you and help your clients be able to get results like I just got? Hi, I'm Troy Aberly, now the Executive Strategy Officer at Chi. It's a privilege to see this wonderful woman lighting up the stages with actionable strategies and creating immediate results. It's hard for me to imagine that you could get anyone else better at your event than Amanda because of the impact that she can create. Who knows if Amanda is even available for your event date? Go to chatholmes.com forward slash speaking and check out her availability. This could be the event that could change your life just as it did for me.